Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 52, and it is February 27th, 2019. Um, I have a very chill day ahead. Um, I'm seeing some friends, which is very cool. And I have des- designated today as an input day, so um, I am immersing myself with other humans to observe their peccadillos and um, conversation structures so that I can integrate them into future books. And um, that's kind of how I have to frame it in order not to feel guilty about sitting in a restaurant and having lunch. Um, I also just wanted to add something to yesterday's pod, which was, um, you know, kind of my view on the sort of like wellness industrial complex and a lot of different healing modalities that are touted as a thing that may help you. And while I'm not here to say what can or cannot help you, I just wanted to voice some dubiousness around how that sort of um, mechanism can act on an addict's brain where we're so used to applying a thing to a feeling um, and, you know, the sort of false validation that comes with sort of buying something as a solution and feeling that initial sort of charge of acquisition, which um, is frankly just another... (laughs) type of addiction of mine like I I buy things to feel better I buy things to feel safe I hoard things to feel safe um and I I do that in order to create an illusion of control around something I have no control over usually something very very far in the future um and sometimes a thing so far in the future that it's not even imminent in my lifetime (laughs) so it's like what's gonna happen if I like you know, whatever thing that is not even an inkling on my horizon. Um, But the addendum I did want to add has to do with, um, you know, like, I'm definitely a proponent of 12-step. I'm definitely a proponent of uh, therapy. Um, I happen to go to a cognitive behavioral therapist, but the reason... I know that that's really trendy right now, but the reason why I go to this particular person is that they um, set a very definable goal. Uh, You know, they asked me this really interesting question of if you woke up tomorrow and your life was perfect, what three things would have to change? And, you know, week by week, we just sort of check in with those three goals and see how I'm doing. And so... Yeah, like it's very much like a personal trainer, but that does not mean that you can only work out with a personal trainer, which is kind of the dis- the distinction I wanted to make there. The other thing too is that like applying a thing to a feeling, I personally feel this does not apply to any medication that you are on or have been prescribed. Um, in my experience, I, I have never been medicated, but I have asked a lot of different people who have shared with me that they 
um, started taking medication as they got older, like in in our 30s, um, as different sort of more immediate pressing issues sort of simmered down, like mm, like genuinely like being so broke, living paycheck to paycheck. Like the second any of my friends finally sort of had had a little bit of security and breathing room around. Um, you know, like housing and and all these other tumultuous things, especially in a place like New York, one of the first things that they did, you know, um, with their sort of like more shiny paycheck was kind of like go to a therapist and get on medication. And I've heard that for some people, especially like anti-anxiety medication that, and granted, I know a lot of people who went on it, got off it, and decided that being off of it um, worked better for them for now, like who knows what's going to happen, but I've heard it be described as that same sort of um, mindfulness or distance or remove, where when I'm panicking and anxious and freaking out and like wanting desperately to throw everything at a problem to make it go away, like now I know I have to pause, figure it out, and knowing to pause is kind of what um, certain medications have been framed as when I've asked, you know, like writer friends to really dig in and, and like share with me what that feels like, and you know, I had a friend saying that like, um, you know, I was at work and having been on medication for several weeks like almost a month um, someone asked me to do something which normally would have made me so overwhelmed despondent or indignant and angry they were like I just watched myself have some sort of like genuine curiosity curiosity about this task and like a willingness to accept that this task is something that I will do and being able to be pleasant to this person who's asked this of me and so they sort of explained it as like having a little bit of like um, perspective so as not to be immediately reactive and like that's kind of just the place we all want to get to and for some people like medication is a really effective tool and it's like a really really available salve and if that is available to you and you have the information around that and you're watching it you're watching it work for you then I I wanted to just really highlight the distinction then that that like feedback loop that I talk about a lot when it comes to like applying a thing to a feeling like I really do think that like medication that has been prescribed for you that works is carved out of that and I wanted just to talk about that the other thing too is with um, depression again I do not have depression there are days when I wake up and I'm like wow I am as someone who's like relatively observant about their feelings in the morning I'm like wow like I feel blue and I feel listless and despondent and um weepy and like all this stuff but I always feel as though I know that this is like a temporary place like I always if in fact I'm I'm so like such an addict and such a brat that I'm like 
ew, why do I have to have this feeling today? Like, I know that I've had plenty of days without this feeling, so why do I get this today? This is so unfair. And in the past, I'd be like, let me get really stoned about it, or let me eat everything over it, or let me, like, use a human being as an instrument of self-harm about it. Um, And now I no longer do that, but, like, I do have that petulance of, of, like, ew, why is today like this? But I've heard that from depressed people it's really hard to have any perspective that you will ever feel differently than you do in that moment. And when that feeling can just sort of like be this like cavernous, yawning, limitless, boundless sort of like, you know, step of just this huge expanse of like, I'm going to feel this way forever and having the conviction that you will feel that way forever, like... That's what depression has been described to me as. And in that circumstance, I think like like those are the the moments where you have to get help, like external help in the same way that like I personally for me have never experienced that like you know, um like this is like it's gonna sound like such a flighty comparison but because I do have an eating disorder it's kind of where my brain goes where it's like if I go to like some like crazy like um and I realize that crazy is an ableist term um when I go to some like overpriced bananas um like health spa Like, those don't really work for my eating disorder. Like, I do think that there is something to be said for really, um, like, marked disruption of an addictive behavior cycle. So, like, you know, when I talk about how I don't think that, like, when therapy is necessarily better, like, I'm not the one to sit here being like, this therapy is for you, or this 12-step program is for you, or this modality of thinking is for you, like, because I I don't know um, what will be right for you, and what will be right for you on any given day, headspace, or moment. I do think there, like, intervention when you're actually in an unbreakable cycle of addiction, like, going to a treatment center, being, like, you know, tossed in a treatment center, like, all of that stuff, like, that's, I'm not the one to speak on the efficacy of that, and certainly not the one to speak on, like, even hinting that those things don't work, because that is completely outside of my, um, my experience, uh, so yeah, like, I didn't necessarily intend for this one to be like oh PSA caveat to the caveat of yesterday's thing but like I just think that like you can't really solve your way out of certain really big deal things that can really crush a human mind um and you can't really like pause your way or gentleness your way out of those and yeah I didn't I didn't want to be the person to be like also prescriptive in my non-prescriptiveness, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, even still, I do wish you a gentle day. I do wish you a peaceful day. And um, I'm going to try my best to be in the world and not staring at my laptop today. Um, All right. Thank you.